Coming to you live from the Cross Country Mortgage Campus in Berea, Ohio, this is Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Here are your hosts, Bo Bishop and Nathan Zagura. All right, let's do it live on a Friday edition of the program. I am merely Bo. He is the great Z. How you living, brother? Doing well. Another nice day out here at the Cross Country Mortgage Campus. Another day to see the Browns and the Eagles get a joint practice in. That's fun yesterday. Which is fun. But before we get into the seriousness, there's something that I want to run by you. Please. That, I like that. has, I like a, that has emerged out of, our, out of our content and production group that is I found to be just disturbing. Is really okay. the only word okay. that I can use for it. Okay. Have you met the, the young fella, Justin? Justin Fella is his name, but I'll call him the young fella for our purposes. His last today. name's Fella? Yeah. I like him already. Same. Fela. I'm calling him Fella. Stick with All me. All right. It, to me, he's Fella. Right, he's so there's, a Justin, fella. there's a Justin he's Fella. Fela Fella. To call in, him that. In content and production. Yep. All right. Yep, no, I don't man. believe I have met him. 23 years. Very nice kid. Sure. Although his initial, his initial power rankings had me like, what, like 10th and you 12th? Yeah. Which is no, that's not going to get a, that's well, a demerit. But learn from Connor. Learn from Connor, who he put yeah. first, which makes it. And I told Connor, and I said that's obviously a hollow ranking because if you're number one, you'd think that means he listens to you and would understand the tutelage and the error of your ways in the past right. and how you've righted the ship. Yeah. And yet he's done the same thing. So I think it, your you being at number one was hollow and fake, to be perfectly honest. There's room for improvement. That's <laughs> right. Well, mostly on his end. I mean, he's yeah. just got to become more aware. Yeah. Yeah. So he's talking about drinking wine. Okay. On on our Slack channel last night. All right. I've had a wine in my life. Red wine. Like real yep. wine. Like a, a red a cab-based blend out of California. Sure. Re- as opposed to fake wine? Whoa. Well, as opposed to like a rosé or like a, a sweet wine. I'm talking like a real. You're talking about a red wine. A dry red wine. Yeah. yeah. Like a cab. A California red. That's a right. A super Tuscan. Sure. A Bordeaux. Beautiful. Keep going. You can. Uh, we could do this all day, and I'd, be, I'd get excited with every mention of the different varietal. Yeah. But what he does with – he doesn't like wine unless it's on ice cubes. Well, then you don't like wine. That's what I said. Then you can't drink wine. I said don't yeah. do it. Yeah. You're ruining – you're besmirching beautiful grapes – that have been. That's why you had to say real wine. Yes, because you uh, like a moscato or a or, or a rosé, even sure. Sometimes you could you get throw, away with you it. Throw an ice cube on it. And sure, chill it out. And well, no, those are supposed to be served bit, chilled. It, it up. Yeah, it makes some sense. Yeah, this yeah. this, however, is it's not. not. No, no, no. It's supposed to be stored at around you know fifty five yeah. degrees, and then it is supposed to be served you know close to room temperature. That's why you hold the bowl of the. The goblet, your wine goblet, yeah. and you wouldn't do that with a white or rosé because you're trying to keep the chill and not have the heat of your hand do anything there. So I was just, I th- I found it to be I just, just think egregious. Like you probably should find something else to drink. Like why waste the red? Right. Just drink another wine or drink another spirit. Let's go pop a, a white cloth. Apparently, yeah. that feels like that's where you're headed. That feels like where you yeah. want to go anyway. Get a high throw noon. It on some rocks. Yeah. And, and, and away you, you go. go. There's right. No, there's no judgment. No Nobody cares. I just yeah. I just. But if you're gonna drink wine, drink wine. Don't. Yeah, I feel that way about like when I when I hear people say you know that they want you know give me a uh, you know bourbon and coke. Well, no, that's no. Then you're not. Then that's not that ain't that's not bourbon. You don't like bourbon. You like coke with alcohol in it. Go put some like, Captain that's Morgan in there. Like right, there are other things. But I mean, so that's I guess what I should have said by that is if you tell me you like whiskey and then you only drink it with coke, then you don't like whiskey. Yeah. You really just like coke with 
a flight with liquor in it. You'll That's accept it. it neat. You'll accept it yeah. with it. With uh, an rocks, ice right, or, or a few rocks. Manhattan, sure. whatever, yeah. like any of the accoutrements that you would want. That's but, right. But in general, if you tell me you like whiskey and you drink it with Coke, well, then you know you don't like whiskey. What you like is Coke with alcohol. Um, I feel similarly about any time I hear somebody say that they order a steak well done. Just don't order a steak. We're just, working on Perrier. We're working on it. Order a hamburger because you he, don't like the taste of steak. He's still you like at, the taste of salt and pepper, yeah. and that's it. He's not. He's not yet at medium rare, but he's making his way. He's off. He, we've got him close to medium now, which is good. So for Perrier, we're going to keep yeah. him up. Real quickly, should we blow Gibbe's mind here, please? So, so Gibbe, while you were gone on Wednesday, and how did that go, by the way? Moving day. Yeah. How did we do? How did everybody go? It was long. It was long. Yeah. Uh, I. God bless my wife. We had two car loads, and somehow she made it all fit in one dorm room. God bless her. Wow. I mean, she is the ultimate. Uh, but what is it that part of her reputation is that she is a wonderful organizer? In she fact, is. at one point, she and the so, shop queen. Yeah. That's so, coming out tonight. So stupefied by what was going on in our office that she said, can I just please do something in here? Yeah. Yeah, to fix it how we ended up her shelves and yeah, yeah, everything right, else. Right, right. It's great. It's great. So, it, yeah, it uh, everything went great. I mean, I'm, I'm – it it was not uh, you know like the older one. It was a little more more emotional. This one was like, All right, see I'll you see you. Well, she did study abroad too. Correct. We've we've already been down that road. So she's not far. Matter of fact, we're seeing her tomorrow because her new laptop just came in. Of course, after she left. In Good time, Akron. So yeah. Um, and of course, I can always ferry things tomorrow. across the valley for you. By the way, she's up for the. Uh, we're, she's we're she, real close. She's up for the task of watching your children. Jeez. She says it. I she don't know. said, "Bring on Bootsy." Bring on! Wow, he famous would, last words. Be a, he'll be a model citizen for her. Bring on the bold. He had a tough practice last night. I uh, went out. We were putting in the offensive for tomorrow's big game. Putting in the offense, and uh, I put him at uh, receiver to start. So we have first graders, second graders. I throw him at receiver immediately. Like face just drops. Like who wants to be the QB? No, he wants to be a running back. Oh, he, he wants he, to he run it. Yeah, he wants to run. You know, he feels like he should be able to run it. So like he was like. Just the whole time. So I'm like, I'm like, Bishop, pick it up. I'd like to see an attitude improvement. Let's go. And then we ran in reverse, and he was happy. Bishop, pick it up. Yeah, let's go. Get I moving. love it. Well, Get moving. We'll see if we're going to need an attitude improvement after we drop this bomb on Gibbe's Dome. So on Wednesday, while you were gone, young Connor was running the program. Stevie. Stevie. Esteban. Esteban. And am we, I going to like this, or am I not going to like this? We got to a, a segment that has been the subject of much controversy throughout its tenure. Do you know what segment that I might be referring to? Oh, it's higher or lower. Is it? Is it better or worse? Depends if he likes his employment or not, if today's his last day. Well, Stevie is on the record now. We just asked him. It was a classic Zagura questioning. Oh, come on. No, no, no. I mean, this is a compliment. For someone who was not aware of your interrogation style, he walked right into it like he fell into the trap. It was all there. So that's that was it to watch it was sad in a way because he was unfamiliar with your tactics. But I, mean, I feel right like I it. asked pretty standard questions. The first you do, question but is, there's you always lead. Everybody who listens regularly knows you are a fantastic leader of the witnesses. Yeah. I yeah. feel like I missed I I do think that I could have had a pretty good run in like performative court. I think I could have been a pretty good interrogator. I mean, I I convicted Pedro in one question, so I th- I don't know that I'm basically the Lieutenant Caffey. Yeah, you know we'd be so formidable. Oh, our together. law firm would have been unbelievable. Bishop and Zagura. Good God, 
What a powerhouse. B to Z. B to Z. I mean, all gosh almighty, all you need. So all I asked him was simply, I said, if we're just I said, take take the context of this game out of it, would you agree with the, the statement that 30 is a higher number than one? And he said, absolutely. <laughs> 30 is a, is a much higher number than one. Yeah, for I sure. I said, well, I, it's funny because in this game created by Gibbe, yeah. one is a higher number than 30. And so we went back and forth, and then we just simply – pondered and, and, and posited the question, which was, don't you think it would be simpler to just say, we think this guy is better, better. than the other guy, yeah. or this team is better than the other team, or worse than the other team? He goes, absolutely. That makes <laughs> all the sense in the world. Well, of and course he's I, going to agree with you. Well, no, he well, fell no, into I, the I, trap. It was no agreeing. It wasn't any... It was an agreement. I hadn't yeah. stated my position. I just asked a question. And yeah, he... It was, very, it was a good question. The, he knew, as everybody who has been a part of the better or worse phenomenon has known, that it is just a better way to say that and play that game. It is amazing that... Um, Gibby is furious right now. Well, I'm not furious. I'm taking in your criticism, and then I'm going to throw right in that garbage. This is how you looked when you spilled your lunch earlier. Same face that I'm getting right now. What was was what did you spill? It was a bowl. There was were there sauces in it? Uh, There was. Oh, see. I I literally just told Connor dump a uh, bottle of water on it and throw a paper towel on it and hope for the best. Yep, soak some. Hope for the best, Stevie. It was like a crime scene in there. I did. No, you did. No, 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 no. I cleaned up. I cleaned up as much the as bulk. I could, but he there had, was like there was a Stevie had to mark. work the carpet out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, that's the hardest bit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anybody can pick up broccoli. Right. No, so there was no broccoli. It was all rice. Oh God, rice is a nightmare. It was a rough. It was a rough one. Mm-mm. It was a rough you one. You hate to see it. You hate to you see do it. Hate so to Stevie see it. doing real Stevie work then, if he's doing that today. He, well, and I feel like we unfortunately we set him up, but he's Stevie's really come around. He, he said, to, and today he felt that Gibbe's treatment of me and the things he says to me is un, unnecessarily harsh. Direct quote. Wow. Yeah. Is he turning on his master? Nah. No. This is a little bit like when Stevie Janowski went to work for Ashley Schaefer BMW, and Kenny Powers was going, "What are you doing, Stevie?" <laughs> and he's shining the. The tires. I think Stevie ap- appreciates our positivity and our like zest exuberance and zest and joy. And sometimes Gibbe can skew negative from time oh, to time. Oh boy, all week, <laughs> straight into negative. <laughs> just down. a bunch of like verbal all haymaker after verbal haymaker from Gibbe. And I think Stevie's just like, hey man, these guys seem like they're having a great time they're over here. Time. I'd like to go have a good time with them instead of That's being right. this pit now, of despair. I. I'm just going to throw it out there. Like, I appreciate all of Stevie's hard work. I got him tickets for MGK the other night. What the hell is that? The MGK concert. Machine I don't know Gun what Kelly MGK is. At, uh, at the stadium. I got him tickets. Machine Gun Kelly? Yeah. Yeah. How about that? So, so he was here back, had a little pl- thing for the kids. The kids were excited. Yeah. I got I got him a couple tickets. I, I've taken care of him uh, this Sunday. He's going to be living the sweet life, I believe. Do you know what? Um, wow. After he gets done with pregame. My kids in the. My uh, thank you to him. I don't know what made me think of this. I guess just the Machine Gun Kelly. I was trying, you know, th- yeah, we talked before about how music is like timeless. So, for some reason, not Black Cobra's uh, kids, the kids in his class. Yeah. Uh, they've put him on to uh, Timber. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're sick of that song. I know. Oh, did I talk to you about yeah. this? All right, Pitbull. Yeah. So now Bootsy wants. He wants. Kesha. Oh, this is great. He keeps trying to hit it. I'm like, suck, suck, suck. It sucked then. It sucks now. This is great. I'm like, you didn't, if you even knew what it was actually about, are they yelling timber? Yes, they. They're. I mean, it's just comedy. They have no idea what they it's have, about. Well, obviously, no clue, clearly. No. Thank God, innocent little children, sweet little um, babes. Yeah, that's it. Uh, boy, hey, how about this?
here, you know, you think about, uh, you, know, you guys are familiar with the intellectual property Friday Night Lights. Indeed. A Buzz Bissinger That's right. book. Have you guys read yeah. the book? Indeed. I have. It's yeah. A long time ago. long time ago, yeah. but it's, it's stunningly good. Um, the film was really good, and the series is Incredible. extraordinary. So I was thinking to myself, it's all I want to be. I, I feel, feel like, like I'd you're be the best. The, I feel like I'm getting close. I feel like you have it's it. All you have do. it in you. Oh God, do I have it in me? Like in my mind, oh when my we, God, when I we, would just flourish. When we're living in mailboxes. Arizona and we are, and we're running OF, like yep. you are going to be the Buddy Garrity of whatever high school team you choose. That's to all support. I want to do. And I think that's you're going to be. And like we'll have booster plant. meetings yep. at OF. That's I mean, right. It's going to be exactly great. how I want it to go. Yeah. I want to put mailboxes across county lines that get us certain athletes. That's all I want to do. Um, but I was thinking about that, and I thought, well, I have two two thoughts on that that I want you guys to to run, to run past you guys. Number one, is that the best use of intellectual property, where every bit of it hit? The book's an all timer. Yeah. The movie's really good. Yeah. And the series is an all timer. Like they didn't screw up any of it. Nothing. Fair. Pretty good job out of them. And then the second thing I thought of. Yeah. Both adaptations were tremendous. Were tremendous. Yeah. The other thing I thought of is. And it got me thinking because today's the first day of full-scale high school football. Right? Today's the first full day. It's a week too early in my opinion. but Yeah, I don't have a problem with that. I don't have a problem with it. But I was thinking, is there anything – the reason I think that all of those things hit is because I don't know that there's anything right now in society that's as communal as high school football on a Friday night. I was thinking about the town I live in. Like, outside of, like, I think they do a Memorial Day parade or something that everybody goes to. Of course, ice fishing. Right. But beyond that, that's right. The only other thing that everybody goes to you know is high school football. Is high school football on a Friday night? Like it's it's just, and every little community in Ohio has that. I mean, you did it for years. I did it for years on the television side of thing. Like you last one out, lock the door, and the whole town goes. You see the lights, and it's all the it's it's kind of the last completely communal thing. And I think it's appropriate that it kicks off. Football in Ohio, that you have high school football this weekend. I'm with you. I wish it was next weekend. And then Buckeyes in a couple of weeks yeah. and Browns and Bengals after that. I do like it. I do think it's it, – it, it, to quote The Rock, there's something about this situation that really befuddles The Rock. And that is that how can you have high school football before they're in high school – before school? Most are in. Oh, no. Olmstead Vols doesn't start till next week. Yeah, same yeah, with – We've been in same since with Hawkins. Middle Brunswick's of last week. not in until Monday. They're having, their, they're having a game tonight. Yeah. yeah. But they don't start school until Monday. Yeah, well, I don't know. Maybe I mean we're odd, but it feel yeah. We're, we've been in for oh, ten days. Uh, but you guys get out earlier than everybody. You're done by Memorial Day? No, no. First week of June. Oh yeah, what you they, get screwed. What they work in is about a thousand days off over the course of the year. Like there's random Mondays just for no I, reason. I'm sure they probably have a day off coming in the next two weeks. Well, for sure. In yeah. addition to Labor Day. Yeah, I probably. Bet there's a teacher work day. There's always one of those. Weeks. Yeah, those things are always coming. Yep. Um. But yeah, it's cool. So I, I, you know, that's that's it's a nice way to kick things off. And I, I would encourage you, even if you don't have a kid in school or whatever, like, go check one out because you'll you'll see. I'll be, slinging, yeah. I'll be slinging the hot dogs in a few weeks. Of course, you'll be slinging stands. dogs, Gibbe. That's it. It'll be. Is Connor gonna come? Are you gonna make Connor come to one of these and sling some dogs? Nope. nope. I feel like it'd be good for him. Yeah. See you in your element. Wife and I will. 
We'll be part of the You'll athletic. Bo- we're still part of the athletic boosters. Beautiful. Helping out where we can. You know what? It's also the time of the year of that's also very exciting. It's, it's getting into fantasy football draft season, which I always get very excited about. Is it now? This seems way too early. No, Why no, would no, you draft We're getting now. into it. You'll draft in a I couple saw of weeks. Somebody this morning being like, "Oh yeah, here's a, your draft preview." Not now. No, you don't. I'm you you shouldn't draft now. until the preseason's the week, over. Uh, if yeah. You, if you can. Week of the. I mean, if you can, the first week. At, right, going into the first week. Yeah, that would be that, that last would be weekend, great. Labor Day weekend. But what can happen? beforehand that's happening because you see all the gleeful i'm gleefully looking at my phone right now and then in our league the affl three-time champ no big deal uh miss zero not zero defending time, champ, never though. no tony k shout out tony k Good how about this him. in this league 12 team league okay we've been in existence since the year 2012 was the first year uh rut won that first year ricky won year two and then since so 2014 the last eight seasons three franchises have won all eight titles Three for me. A little bit like the NBA. Three for me and uh, and, and soon. The great George Bowens. La Potencia has got three. And then Tony K has won two, and he's the defending champ right now. But what's going? what we do in our league is the final four teams in the league, 12-team league, four divisions of three teams. The final four teams in the league prior to the draft, and it, it's happening today, they draft the divisions. So you can be like. Wait a second. You guys, so the defending champion Tony gets the first pick. Oh, you don't of, have a table. You you have divisional play. So right, we have so four, four divisions, divisions of, of three. three teams. So that Are you, you play, win your division. If you win your division, like, you're you automatically like in. I don't think I've ever heard of such a thing. Oh, you have a schedule table, but you play like your that. division twice. You play everybody I just else have once. Never seen other th- anything other than like teams one through twelve ranked. Oh no way! I've never heard of divisions because then there's division winners get automatically hmm. in the playoffs. As there could be. You know, things that go along huh. with that. Interesting. Interesting. But so what you get is you get to draft the division. So if you won the league last year, okay. as long as of the eight teams that weren't in the final four, okay. you get to pick who you want in your division. So you can be like, I think that you suck. suck. Yeah. I pick you. I'm You're a, in my division. So it starts. Is it a snake? And it's a snake. It? Okay. Yeah. So it, it creates some rivalries and it, it creates a lot of fun and, and chatter that way. Who was the first pick of suck? <sighs> Let's see. In this particular year, like let's call out. It the was Ricky. It was Ricky who's got a championship under his belt. Was and a little have, bit crazy, have, but he just no, had the baby. He just had a baby, and so, so they're banking, banking on, on distractions. some distraction. Scotty Monaco, the great big daddy, was the second pick, and he's never. That's not He's right. never threatened. He's a George. good man and thorough. He's a great man. Then it was Gary uh, for the Miz, and then the Miz avoided me this year, so I ended up being me and Vince were the last pick. So we'll be in the division with the defending champs, Tony K and uh, and uh, Ricky. I would say that if I. I don't know that I would ever want, and I enjoy your company a great deal, I would not want to be in a fantasy league with you. Why? You are an expert in the field. I so was. No, no, still are. Like, you're around an NFL team constantly. Okay. You're paying attention to the wires constantly. You're watching film. You know the free agency pickup. Like, this literally is your job. It's almost feel like if I was in the, what is it, AAFL? I would, whatever it is, yeah. I would, I whatever that league is, I would almost have, you would have to have a handicap. Well, one year we were, they did try to give us a handicap, and we had no fifth round pick, and we won anyway. Yeah, I would find. We a went way out to, and achieved. I think anyway, anyway. <laughs> Big Lebowski. Yeah. Lebowski just that's so good. That guy was so great in that role, wasn't he? So great. All right. Um, yesterday, uh, we talked. Look, we had play by play. What else jumped out at you? All right, as let's you get, get into, into your it. copious sure. notes. So I do have the, and I brought these. You see, like some handwritten copious notes. Do you notes remember on the, here. back in the good old days when somebody actually gave you a notebook? A notebook. I have one. I think there is a notes. there is a notebook for my I copious that. notes. I love that. I love the copious notes. Um, so. 
There was so much going on. Yeah. I was able to go back and, and watch it. I, I would say that, bit, generally speaking, big themes. Offense had a great day. Our offense, against a very good Philadelphia Eagles defense, had a great day. And I'll get into the specifics of that. Defensively, I think it started slow. I think that they, they showed some run concepts against us we had not yet seen this year. And so they broke off a couple chunk runs. They had one great double move. Uh, in a seven-on-seven period from Devontae Smith for a chunk play. They started off really hot, and then we got we picked it up big time. We ended up with a pick six, Parnell Motley. Jacob Phillips had an interception. Uh, we had a bunch of sacks. We were really it, – it really improved defensively, and this is a good test. So I thought overall – even day, mostly. I'd say maybe a slight advantage for the Browns. I think our offense definitely got the better of their defense. I think that their defense started off with the better of our uh, of our defense, and then our defense came on strong as the day went on and, and really had a good accounting of themselves. And it was a good day. So let's go on the offense. What stood out to me? Number one, that our line did a great job against a front that we really haven't seen much of, which is kind of a five-man under front where they walked their Sam down on the line of scrimmage, and that's Hassan Reddick giving them kind of three end pass rushers and then two monsters in the middle. They've got Fletcher Cox, they've got Hargrove, and they've got uh, who they just drafted, Davis, Jordan yeah, Davis. Jordan Davis, yeah. Who is an absolute monster. You got your, you got your eyes on him. 6'6", six, yeah. six, 340, looks like he's a different species he out like there. looks like Thanos. I so, mean, it's just... And then they've got great corners. They've got great corners, one side Bradbury, the other side Slay. And I thought the Browns did a good job attacking them vertically, uh, there was a huge ball from Deshaun Watson to Anthony Schwartz for about 50. We did a great job in the play-action boot game. A couple big passes to the Chief. Our screen game was excellent uh, on some of the tight end screens that we run and running back screens that we run. Um, and then Amari Cooper in some of the third down situational work just produces first downs. First down after first down. Dobbs also had a big one to Miller Forsall. But I want to single out Anthony Schwartz because we know what happened down in Jacksonville. And it was not great. But he has come back. He's had a hell of a week. Diving catch for a touchdown on the first day back. The next day in the two-minute drill, hits a walk-off on a 30-yarder. One-on-ones yesterday. Roasts his guy by eight yards for a touchdown. And then in the team period, there are two plays that I want to highlight. He's in the slot, and he runs a seven, which is a corner route. You talk to DB coaches, only people that they even worry about running around like that, they say they got to be road runners. Well, he is one. He blew right by the safety. Watson hit him over the top for a monster gain. Then they kind of had a similar look, and they ran him on a clear-out vertical, and Amari Cooper underneath it ran kind of like he was running a post and then brought it back, so a post corner, and that was a monster chunk play. And frankly, could have thrown the vertical. We could have maybe taken a shot there at Schwartz, but that's what his speed can bring. He hit them over the top, and then the next time he ran a vertical, it created so much space for Amari Cooper that the Browns were able to get another chunk play out of it and I thought that was a great sequence, and that was a microcosm of what this team can be. And this is what Jacoby Brissett quarterback, what they can be with Anthony Schwartz causing fear in opposing defenders. Man, he's key to it, though. He is, but that that was good. And you want to yeah. see, can he come back and do have another good day here gotta today? Stack em. You got to stack them. But those were two very big plays and really kind of highlight what you can do and Amari Cooper just remains just a phenomenal route runner. That's just the bottom line. He is just an insanely good route runner. And then the other highlight, I would say, Jerome Ford on, on one that's kind of going a little viral. You've seen this. His jump cut, yeah. and then he zips back to the inside, and it, it looked like caused an injury to the lower extremity. I, if, I, if I was a football coach, I'd say the guy's got a leg. 
He's got a leg. He's got a leg, yeah. After after Ford put that juke on him. So deep at that position. Let's take a quick timeout on the other side of it. Kevin Spansky will be at the podium. We're off and running. Cleveland Browns Daily 850 ESPN Cleveland. Coming to you live from the Cross Country Mortgage Campus in Berea, Ohio, this is Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Here are your hosts, Bo Bishop and Nathan Zagura. Browns and Eagles today joint practices as we're outside the Cross Country Mortgage Campus. Kevin Stefanski will uh, meet with the media here in a couple of minutes here. Um... Eagles have yet to show up. Uh, they, yesterday they were about 10 to 2, quarter to 2, something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Our team has yet to start to matriculate out either. It's a bit balmy, balmier than we're used to, appropriate for August, but but certainly the, the better part of this week it's been rather rather nice. Yeah. This is a little bit warmer. We'd gotten out of this humidity for a while. Because remember, there was intense humidity for a while. The barometric pressure was off the charts, Yeah, if yeah. you will. It was, and I, you know – there was a time when we even went so far as to have a fan in here, although not for us necessarily, but there was a fan in Just here. Just so people know, because we made this joke earlier and while Gibe was around, Gibe has, has left now, so we'll make the joke even more. So Look at we are there. sitting What's he working on? in a tent that is, what would you say, this is a, a, a 30 feet? 10 by 30. 30 yeah. feet? 10 yeah. yards? I'm going to say 10 maybe yards even deep. More. 30 yard, maybe 35 yards long. So 100 feet long? No, 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 35 feet long. 35 sorry, feet 35 long. feet long. Well, hold on, we can look wide. kind of on the field. I think it might, yeah. I think yeah, that's I think about it's, right. I think it's ten by ten by thirty. That's what I thought about 10 30, by thirty feet. Yeah. So we are on the far right part of this, yeah. and we occupy, you know, maybe ten of the feet. Yeah, appropriate. A third. A third. A fan would need to be near us. Correct. And the fan was as far, at the far end. The far end. The if we if we begin at if we occupy feet zero through nine. Yep. The fan was sitting at foot foot thirty. In a 30-foot tent situation, it was as far away as could be. Could be. You could not place it close no, further. But it was our fan. But it was our fan. Yeah. That is true. That is, is true. true. Yeah. But I think as is normally the case, <laughs> Gibbe's first priority is to please others. Always. And us way down the way list. Way down the list. Yeah. Way down the list. Yeah. I just went over and asked the gentleman to turn the speaker so we don't well, get remember what happened here. the last time. We got somebody fired. Yeah, <laughs> last time you interfered with the speaker, the person didn't come back. <laughs> I believe that I, I was out for my hardworking. You were team. by us. We were appreciative. We're so appreciative. I even documented it. I yeah. even documented it at one point. Yeah, yeah there's sure. a photo. There's definitely a photo there's of your no efforts. Doubt. And a video. Look at you here. Oh, he look was, at you, Gibby. I, I will say this. The young man who was working extremely hard over there, the moment I said, hey, can I help you? Nope, nope, I got it. So I'm wondering. You <laughs> that is an aw- I if, can't believe I haven't tweeted that out, Gibby, kissing him after he moved You it. should. And we, can, we need to do like a where in the world is Carmen Sandiego with the other person that Gibby got run out of town. Uh, I hope not. I feel bad. I was just moving. I was, I was doing my civic duty. There's no way that that could be the reason. I, oh, you, I think you the speaker. I think, I think you and I both know that was not the case. Yeah. Oh, is Coach coming to the podium? Coach coming to the podium, by the way? I don't know. I Looks think like Coach might be at the podium. I'm more interested in this video of you kissing your biceps after you moved Ethan in. Posick first one out onto the field today. Madison, do we have Coach? Give it. I think you guys. He's coming up right now. He'll be you. up in a second. I'm going to tell you something. Great. Thank you. I like hey, thank you. Uh, yesterday and then today, 
a very similar schedule. We'll be in the red zone today, which we were not yesterday, and then we'll have a two-minute at the end of this practice, a shorter two minutes. So we're on the 25 going in, uh, so it's not going to be a long uh, two-minute, but work that I know we need, I know they need. So looking forward to it. But with that, I'll take any questions. Kevin, we were talking to Jeremiah earlier, and he called, kind of referred to Jacoby as the shaman. Can you uh, kind of maybe, you know, expound a little bit on Jacoby's personality and how he can kind of take on that wise old man even at, at 29 in the locker room? Yeah, we've talked about uh, this before with Jacoby. He's 29, but he's he's seen a lot in this game. Uh, going back to his days in New England, his days in Indianapolis, uh, he's seen a lot, and that's that's the NFL for for quarterbacks as starters, as backups, those type of things. So, I do think he, he's able to uh, impart wisdom as a shaman uh, to to some of those young guys. Dobbs increases workload today. Is that already prescriptive? Yeah, I think with all the young guys, I think you'll see. That'll continue to come over the next couple days, weeks. Kevin, are you sticking to the plan to not have Jacoby play Sunday? Yes. Is Miles back and will he practice today? He is back and he'll practice, yes. What about Will, Jedrick Wells? Yes. Out, out of the final period? Yeah, just uh, had a play there, had pull him, pulled himself out for a little bit, but he, he's good. So why did uh, Alex go Who? Taylor. Yeah. We're working guys, yeah. We just work guys in different spots. So, Kevin, will you divide the reps Sunday just evenly between Dobbs and Rosen? I think we'll see when we get there, um, having those conversations now with the coaches. And how are you viewing that? Like, now that it's going to be your number two quarterback, right? So, are you viewing that as Josh Dobbs' job, or is it a competition between them? I think everything's a competition. Uh, all of these players are earning their role. Uh, Josh Dobbs is farther along because of he's been with us than Josh Rosen, uh, but yeah, everything's a competition. And the last one on that, how important is it then that you're going to see them, for, it seems, for a significant amount of time in game action? Yeah, I thought it, I think it's great, and I think Jacksonville was great. I think we got to see both those guys operating, getting us in and out of plays, uh, getting the ball in guys' hands, and, and just moving the offense along. So any exposure that you get with those guys is, is valuable. What was the best thing you were able to get out of yesterday? You know, going up against another team. Yeah, I just think you look, and the reason you, you choose a team like the Eagles is they have a different scheme than us. And when you get to this point in training camp, you've seen our offense has seen our defense quite a whole lot, and vice versa. So it's, I think it's important to, as you get into game planning mode and those type of things, you got to go against a different front. So the Eagles have a different front. They have different coverages. On the other side, they have a very different run scheme, different pass concepts. So you get to a seven on seven, and our defense is defending concepts that they haven't seen to date. Devin, how do you think uh, Jacoby's Yeah, Jake, I think his that's his personality. I don't think he I think he's very authentic. I don't think he changes day to day whether he's getting a hundred reps or zero reps. He just goes about his business. Yeah, I think young player coming along, uh, you know, he was out there for a little bit with that injury. He had a false start, dropped the ball, but he also made a couple plays. So uh, he's just a young player, needs more reps. Kevin, we, we talked to Amari today. Whenever I hear him talk to us, it just strikes me as really thoughtful. Sometimes he almost sounds like a coach. 
um, as you've gotten to know him, I guess, what stood out about his personality and then sort of how he carries himself and has established himself as a leader in that room? Yeah, Dan, I think he's just, he, he's very much himself, kind of talking about Jacoby earlier. He, he's he's himself, and he, he's not a very loud, boisterous guy, but you, you use the word. I mean, he, he's thoughtful. He's very, very intelligent. Um, so I think the, the players naturally uh, respect him for who he is as a player in, in this league, what he's made of his career so to date. I mean, he's, he's an established pro, so the guys certainly respect him. But I think what he does uh, is, is he works. He doesn't say much when he works, and I think the guys really see that uh, day in and day out. Kevin, when we, like, I think all the guys we've talked to today, when we asked them about if you know, they feel better now that there's a resolution and you guys know how long Deshaun is suspended, they said everything's kind of been even healed the last 24 hours. I guess, have you seen that, and why do you think that they're kind of unfazed by, by the outcome with this? Yeah, you know, I think we've talked about this before. Our players come in here and, and we got a job to do. We have work to do. Uh, so I, I know that on the outside it may not seem like that at times, but for us in here, uh, we, we really worry about what's going on inside our walls and on this practice field. Toby kind of joked that he was looking forward to today, um, said unless he gets thrown out for fighting. <laughs> so is that what you threaten the guys with, that if they fought that they would be thrown out of practice? I've threatened them uh, a few different ways, <laughs> but uh, I don't expect Jacoby to do that. You're doing uh, field goals? Tony? We are. For you, Tony. Right. Yes, indeed. Showtime. Something that standing out about your competition. Well, ultimately, you know, Andrew and, and all of us will, will, at the end of this, will have those type of discussions at every position, but particularly at punter. They're doing a great job, both those guys. Uh, I think both of them are NFL punters. Both of them should be punting week one. Uh, so that's a good problem to have. Yeah, I think you guys will get to know him better. Uh, he, he's a he's very intelligent, has a great way about him. Doesn't get too high, doesn't get too low. Uh, his teammates really like him. I mean, his teammates really like him, and I think that's just kind of how he uh, carries himself around the building. Can you go through a little bit with uh, saying you're not going to play your starters on Sunday. Just what do you expect to see uh, in that game, and what are you hoping to accomplish coming out of here? Well, it's a great opportunity. You know, we're not playing stars, but we're playing a lot of guys that are fighting uh, for their football lives, so to speak. So excited to see those guys go out and perform. Uh, it's, it's, we talked about it earlier. It's reps out here on the practice field. It's reps in the, in the game field. Uh, everything they do, we're evaluating, and they know that. Uh, so it's a very competitive uh, environment. Do you have long-term concerns about Chase not being out there? No. Kevin, what do you say to those who critique Kobe's past record, career record as a starter, 14-23? What do you say? I don't really have many messages to people outside this building. I just kind of focus on on what we're doing here. Going back to Ashley's question about the even keel, do you feel like you've established that sort of culture or whatever, and do you ever have to reinforce that? Yeah, Marla, I know culture is that word that gets thrown around a lot. It's just people. I think we just have the right people. All right. Thanks, guys. Great job, Mer. <laughs> well, I think the headliner there is Miles is back. So that's good. Which we knew that that would be the case today. Yeah, we uh, give me some scores on that yesterday. Sure. And so he'll be back, and it will be practicing for the Browns today in this joint practice. It'll be curious to see today, you know, 
who's getting work, what changes, if any, are made, and, and how this all goes, you know, what the state of our t- football team is on offense and defense against the Eagles. And uh, as you heard, there's some red zone work today, uh, some good situational work, so I think that'll be a lot of fun uh, to watch as this practice progresses. Yeah, it, it's. I, I tell you what, I enjoyed the heck out of that yesterday. That was fun. It was it's just too to much. Our guys, it, there was a lot going on. Like we could have used for our selfish standpoint. Yeah. Like I would have liked a few more guys standing around. Let me focus on one thing at a time. On one thing at a time. But I mean, it was really just cool to see it. You want a real feel about what your guys look like going against other people. I ma- I guess you can't imagine the amount of juice that comes with that when you've been playing against your teammates for you know these weeks and batting heads and then all knocking heads and all of a sudden getting to play somebody in a different uniform. There's uh, tremendous value to that. You can see the juice in it. The they device. loved it, and there was some juice. There was competitive fire. There was there was trash talking going back and forth on both sides. It, it was it was great. And, and you know, I got to signal out a couple of things yesterday that that happened. So we got to talk to DeAnthony Bell. I was an I was a part of an interview with Jeremiah Wusu Koromoa, a small part of it anyway, on Browns Live yesterday. I think then, an appropriate part, probably. One hundred percent. Man's got to know his man's yeah. got to know his place and his limitations and. and Sometimes there are others who are more skilled at the art. That's so right. You stand and, the way. And, and I was watching. And I was watching one of them, Gibbe. So Gibbe had because of that interview, I wasn't able to interview Coach Stefanski for the Kevin Stefanski. Gibbe did. By the way, on his way out, he got a thanks, Gibby. You got a thanks, Gibby. Gibby, thanks. Gibby. I don't even know how to we respond it, to that. We put I a solid day of work in, Coach. I don't know how we're not. Day. How it's. I don't know what to say about that. Like, first of all, I'm thrilled that he that you got a Gibby. A give but it. I'm not thrilled that it's not a give a. No, but we listen. Baby steps. A, a thanks, yeah. Gibby is still pretty solid. Was there ever a chance? Uh, was there ever a point where you were Gibbs, or you always Gibby? What are you mostly I, more, I, Gibbs or Gibby? Gibbs. We made Gibby. You, oh, I know we made Gibby, Gibby. but I, but even but uh, don't your buddies call you Gibby too? No, always Gibbs. Gibbs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. What what's going on? It's a grasshopper. It's a locust. It's a big one. Yeah. It's a big one. That's a big grasshopper over there. Great. Yeah. Um, so that that happened. And then Gibbe was also interviewing DeAnthony Bell. I mean, uh, my guy. The man of the people. So I leap off the podium. I've been on him since day one. I left off the podium, and I walked over, and I took the microphone, interrupted, and took the interview right over. <laughs> and by the way, I did not edit one thing. No, he didn't edit one thing about it. I kept the whole thing. It's That's great. great. Transition. That's very funny. That's said, very, very funny. I said, I'm – He's coming out of the bullpen. He's a he's a huge fan of yours, so I'm going to let him take over. So you were you are capable enough to do an interview with the Anthony Bell, but not so much a full interview with Jeremiah Wusukoromal. It was just different circumstances. This circumstances one it was just were different. Right, it was different. just slightly me, different. Me yeah. and DeAnthony, just a couple of bros yeah. out there having a chat. And sometimes you sometimes what I like about us is just doing a show for like the guys in the video room, like in their Slack channel. Yeah. Sometimes I like just doing it for them. It is. Well, listen, we got to keep their spirits like high. Keep their spirits We're good high. at that, by the way. Good humans and That's, thorough. They are group. good humans and thorough. Uh, the Eagles have arrived. The Eagles are here. They have landed. Uh, they have landed. Um, and so we're going to be getting rolling here coming up at 2 o'clock. In between now and then, Z will go one-on-one with Grady Williams. You're listening to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Welcome back to Cleveland Browns Daily. 
actually very happy now to be joined by Browns cornerback Greedy Williams. And Greedy, as I greeted you earlier, you're smiling, you're smiling right now. So I have to ask you, and this is a serious, this is an intense question. Who smiles more, you or Brandon Lynch? <laughs> oh, no, it's a race between us. I don't know, man. We just kind of keep each other going. And, you know, the more we talk, the more we smile. So it kind of, kind of, you know, shows the relationship we have. There's nobody else that's even close, right? It's like you two and then like third may as well be a hundredth, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's just me and him, man. Like I said, we, it just shows the relationship we got, man. We always smile and always happy, you know, just to be around. What makes that special? Because I think this DB room is special in terms of talent, but also in terms of the relationships about yours and Brandon Lynch's, you and Jeff Howard, the entire room, you and Denzel and Greedy. Why is this room, does it feel that way to you too? Is, this, is it more special than it's been? I know it's a lot of the same guys, but it just seems different. Uh, man, I just think it correlates with all this, you know, kind of being young and, you know, just can relate to a lot of things we go through. And, uh, man, like I say, the relationship is just, you know, you see it on the field, off the field, we always with each other, man. It just, you know, it feel like college again. Like, you know, we go home, we always want to, you know, just link up, you know, be around each other and, you know, just, you know, keep that chemistry. So, you know, it's a big thing for us. When you are off on the side with Brandon Lynch, and I think it's so cool that you and Greg and Denzel always over there, what are you guys doing? Man, B. Lynch, man, he like a work. So, uh, man, more more than anything, you know, we put in that work while we out here on the field. And, you know, if we if we just talking through a couple of things that we, you know, kind of tweaked in practice, you know, we just talk about that. But, you know, more more anything, man, we just out here to, you know, do some work, you know, just correct ourselves and have fun with it. Let's go back to last year. You make your first start. Minnesota. Interception. Helps seal the game, wins the game for the team. A great defensive performance. Was that the moment that you knew you were back because you had gone through so much? And it wasn't just physically, it was emotionally. You found out what a tough guy you are, what a warrior you were. But was that when you got your confidence back, or did that happen even after that maybe as the season progressed? Uh, most definitely, man. That was that was one of the you know, biggest confidence boosters, you know, just getting that interception, my first one of my career. And, you know, that, that, that just gave me a lot of hope after that, man. After that, you know, I was just ready to go ahead and, you know, stack more. All right, so I went through your stats last year, and this is something you can use with Greg and, and, and Denzel if you'd like. So when quarterbacks targeted you last year, you allowed a rating of about 71, which was the best of the three starters last year. So that's pretty good. You didn't allow a pass play of more than 40 yards last year. We play a lot of cover three. We play a lot of corners, which means for people listening, if you're on the outside, you're carrying the vertical. So there's always, and in many cases, it kind of just turns into man out there. And you didn't give up a pass play of more than 40 yards. How? Uh, just my mindset, man. I feel like, you know, 40 yards is a is a, uh, a big play for the offense, you know, that get them going. So with me, man, I try to, you know, keep it limited, you know, uh, really give up nothing. But, you know, I, I can't give up nothing 40 yards, man. That just, you know, I, I feel like I'm hurting my team and I'm limiting them down. So, you know, that's just me fighting with myself, you know, just, you know, want to do it for the team. And you did it. And you did it very, very well. Let's talk about this year now. So last year you came back, you said you were able to get your counts, but you're still playing with that harness. You were not able to be free on the field. Now this year, no harness. How has that kind of changed your mindset? And have you gotten to the point where if you're like, hey, stop asking me about it, but where you've kind of forgotten about it? Uh, yeah, like I told, um, so I had just talked with, you know, the trainers and, you know, they were just going through the process trying to see, you know, should I wear it or should I not? But like you said, man, I just told them that I just want to be done with it. You know, get it out of my mind. It's not bothering me anymore. So, you know, I just, you know, want to be back normal and, you know, playing normal. 
And you certainly are. We go to Jacksonville, two PBUs, and you weren't even on the field that much, already getting your hands on the ball like you did last year with double-digit pass breakups. What do you? What are you looking forward to the most in this year for yourself personally? Team goals, I know what the goals are, right? Let's win the division, let's get to the playoffs, let's go win the Super Bowl, and the Browns can do that. What are your goals for yourself this year? Myself, man, just, you know, be coachable, uh, you know, just – you know, uh, be a lockdown corner, man. You know, do whatever, you know, just to help the team win. You know, uh, obviously make a lot of plays and, you know, get interceptions and things like that. But I always, you know, kind of put it as, you know, team success equal individual success. So, you know, uh, you know, with us winning, you know, with, you know, they're going to obviously, you know, seeing the lockdown, you know, and seeing how we winning. So, you know, just staying locked in and, you know, just trusting the coaching process and, you know, just believing in myself. Is this the most talented defensive backfield you've been a part of? Yeah, man. We, man, I was just talking to Coach, man. It was just like conversation, like, man, I ain't never, you know, just seen like three guys go down and we still look the same. You know what I'm saying? So, man, this room is tough. Uh, you know, we got a lot of guys in there balling, undrafted guys. You know, it just, it's just a lot, man. And, man, I'm excited to see these boys play. All right, let's talk about yesterday. And we know that probably come this weekend after the joint practices, you might not see the field on Sunday. Get a day off, which will be good for you if you get that. But if not, we'll expect to see you perform at a high level. But when you talk about undrafted guys or guys who have been around the league a bit, like a Parnell Motley, when he comes and gets that pick six yesterday in that drill, in the seven-on-seven -seven drill, and you guys are all fired up, going nuts, what was that like? Man, just knowing, man, like the position he in, trying to make the team, and, you know, them ways to make the team, you know, getting interceptions. Uh, you know, batting down balls and things like that. So, man, just excited for him, man. Like I said, the DB room, man, it's like guys just who came in, you know, they just automatically clicked to what we was doing already. And, uh, you know, they programmed in, and, you know, we're excited for that. We can go back to Jacksonville. MJ gets the rip away, 74-yard stiff arm on an Ole Miss running back, which I'm sure he enjoyed as a Mississippi State Bulldog. And then to the house, you guys go nuts. And then, obviously, Herb Miller is beloved in your room. He gets the pick as well. How fun was that? Man, amazing, man. You know, once we just get back to the film room and, you know, we watch them plays, man, the room go crazy. So uh, I know they, you know, once we put it on the film and, you know, the the guys, you know, like MJ who caught the pick, you know, he he just watching it and filled with joy because we so happy, you know, he doing well. And then with Herb, he catch his pick, and you know, it's just the same reaction from everybody. So, man, it's exciting, man. No, we already starting off great. That's right, and more to come. Let's talk about yesterday out here against the Eagles. How do you think that went? Uh, we we, we did pretty well. Uh, like I said, you know, first day going against them, so you know, we kind of had to, you know, tighten some screws up in the meeting rooms, but. You know, second day should be better. We should have a lot of more, a lot, a lot of more picks, and you know, shut them down. It felt like, look, you're going against new people, people you haven't seen for. You know, Devontae Smith, very talented receiver. AJ Brown's very talented, and they may have gotten some stuff early, but it felt like you guys really settled down as the day went on. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, you know, once we got into it and you know kept going, you know, it's it's, it's only right. You know, this is what we do around here. You know, we're trying to set the standard. You know, being the best defensive. Be it being the best defense, you know, in the country. So, man, that's a, that's a, that's, that's just a standard for us. On Jacob Phillips' interception, I couldn't help but notice that had the ball somehow gotten over Jacob Phillips' head to the intended receiver, that our guy De'Anthony Bell might have. I don't. I don't even want to say what would have happened after, but it would have been. It would have been rough. Yeah, uh, man, Jacob, man, I I, I actually seen. I seen it, and uh, I love when the Browns posted it. So, uh, you know, I had comment on that and said the blood was different. So, you know, just him going up and reaching and grabbing it, man, that's like 
I told him, man, you look like you turned to a DB right there. <laughs> but yeah, but you know that's what we want for everybody on the defense. You no, know, we 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 trying to create takeaways and you know get the offense the ball as many times we can. What's it like being with all the LSU guys again? I mean, you got and now Ethan Posick comes in and now he's playing. So I mean, it's just like LSU all over the place. What's crazy is, man, uh, some of these guys I actually came came into LSU with, and uh, um, majority of them, you know, came as I was there. And with Posick, he was there before me, so I played with everybody. Um, and you know, we kind of you know harp on them the memories and you know the fun times we had in the, uh, in the valley. And you guys did have many fun times, and it's awesome to see you guys are having fun out here. When you go against, get to go against new receivers, what's that work like for you? AJ, I mentioned AJ Brown. We had a good game against him in Tennessee a few years ago, which I heard, I think he heard about maybe on the sideline. I was told, maybe not. I don't know. And then Devonte Smith. What's it like getting that work? And then you see him one day, and so now you're like, okay, now I kind of know what you're about. And then you get to come out here again today to compete once more. Uh, you know, give give it to him. You know, uh, we out here on the Panarosa, man. We out here, you know, we trying to compete at the best, especially me, man. I'm trying to, you know, shut them down as long as I can and, you know, create plays. And, you know, just get the, get the, get the tempo at practice, you know, hype. And, uh, you know, with making plays and things like that, you know, that changed the whole practice. And, uh, you know, like I said, man, we, we out here to win, man. We set a standard for, it, for ourselves as a defense. And, uh, you know, we, we, we are holding that. Yes, you most certainly are. All right, I'm going to end on this one. And this is, again, we're going to go real deep here. You earned the nickname Greedy for how much milk you drank as a baby, right? Is that right? What are you greedy for now? Is there a meal that, like, if we were going out to share pizza, you're like, no, you don't want to mess that state, whatever it may be. What, is, what are you greedy for now? And I know it's winning and competing, so yeah, we'll take yeah, football yeah, out of it. Yeah. I'm saying from, like, a food standpoint, what are you greedy for now? Right now, uh, what correlates to me from down south to up north, is uh raising canes. I like raising canes, man. I can I possible eat. endorsement here, pay attention, okay? <laughs> I eat it like every like once a week, you know, get an off day, you know, probably go get me some raising canes and you know, just it's, it's kind of where I'm at with it. You know, I can get me some raising canes right now. <laughs> Greedy for raising canes. I feel like this is an ad right here. Let's let's pay the man. Greedy, it has been an absolute pleasure. Excited for your success and to see I think what you guys can do this season individually but also together in that back end. Yes, sir. We we ready, man. We, we it's our time, and it's a change of culture. Let's go. We'll be back with more Cleveland Browns Daily right after this. Cleveland Browns Daily on eight fifty ESPN Cleveland. And the Bath Authority could give you that bathroom of your dreams. Why not transform your current bathroom into a custom bath for a spa-like feel? Let the Bath Authority make it a reality for you at a fraction of the cost of the competitors. The Bath Authority is Cleveland's premier bath and shower remodeler. Expert factory trained installers. Give them a call now, 216-220-8399. You get 500 bucks off your next custom bath or shower remodel or go to bathauthority.com. It's where affordability meets quality. Very simply put, superior products and expert installers at the Bath Authority. Com. And I think if we're looking for a, uh, I believe the case is dismissed for Black Cobra, not Black Cobra, my 10-year-old, saying that Pearl Jam is just an okay band. The Cleveland Browns and the Philadelphia Eagles open practice with Evenflow. That's right. By Pearl Jam. That's right. And that is the end of that case. <laughs> case the voice is here. Yes. As long as they don't open with the song Fly, Eagles, Fly. That's, That's right. right. We, yeah. exactly. we don't need there any was, of that. Uh, there was one time. When they were playing a Monday night game in Philadelphia, 
Uh, and it was just a horrible Monday night. I don't know if the Browns went over the 50-yard line into Philly territory the entire night. And by the start of the third quarter, I knew the words of Fly Eagles Fly because they had <laughs> scored so many times. That's how I felt. What was it, week one of 16, Carson Wentz's first ever game? We had RG3. That's right, yeah, yeah. Cam Irving snapped one over his head, and I think – RG3 got snapped after that. He did. His How shoulder. Was, yeah. yeah. What was the tone of Browns Daily like that Monday? <laughs> pretty bleak. Probably sad. Yeah, yeah it was pretty bleak. Probably like I a bet. pit of despair. With all the Wentz. Because yeah. then you'd have to, like the Wentz thing, weren't you on air when that happened? With what? With the trade of Wentz, like the trade out of the Wentz spot? Oh, you, yeah. Weren't you like, didn't that happen while you that were That happened doing on Browns Daily, and it was actually announced by the Eagles. The Eagles announced. Twitter. Yeah. And you're like, wait, what? Like, all right, we have traded out of the number two pick here. Did you doubt it, or were you like, knew that <laughs> no, it was coming? No, it was from the – I didn't know it was coming, but it yeah. was from the Eagles' official account. I felt pretty confident they were on it. And weren't they uh, – they were pretty well known for breaking news on yes. their website. The other they thing, I, Bo, I was listening to the show when that broke, yeah. and they were on a call with John from Strongsville. <laughs> <laughs> When they said, John, we're going to have to hold on. Yeah, yeah. John from Strongsville, hold on to your thought. Hold, please. Hold, please. We have breaking news I'm sure news that what here. you're about to say is revolutionary, John, <laughs> but, but we actually but we've have got breaking some news. news. We have here. some news. Big news. Uh, Jim, this is fun, right? You get a, I th- We were talking yesterday. Uh, you and Nathan are going to do a fan- – you did a fantastic job week one. You'll do a fantastic job on Sunday. Uh, Chris, was, Chris Rose was in here with us. I told him, honestly, if you could broadcast anything, what you'd like to broadcast is this. Because this yeah, is ones absolutely. and ones. Yeah, I think this is it. Um, yeah. This is it. This is camp. Yeah. This is the meat and potatoes of camp. I think, um, you know, we'll probably uh, see some more people in the Chicago game than we will on Sunday. And um, that's the strategy. And it seems like that's going across the landscape of the NFL now that really the the crux of the work is done right here in these joint practices. And so many teams are doing it now. And so, some teams are even doing two sessions, yeah. right? Are these guys doing two sessions? Are they going to Miami after this? The Eagles? Yeah. I don't oh, know. I, I think they're on the road for like 11 days. Oh, I that would be that. incredible yeah. for them. Huh? I think it's good work. And Nick Sirianni, their head coach, was just talking about how this is, you get such great work and a great opportunity to participate in situations, have starters go against starters, different schemes, different looks, and do it in a safe and controlled environment. And for the Browns, I thought yesterday went well. I will just say real quickly, we've got we've got a lot going on over a there. A lot of people over here in the uh, in the in the fitness area. We've got uh, Kareem Hunt, Greg Newsom, who's been battling that hammy, Grant Delpit, Anthony Schwartz. And again, I don't know if this is just a day off. He had a very nice day yesterday, and you saw the impact he could have on this offense with his vertical routes. Uh, Mike Woods remains out. Isaiah Thomas remains out. Johnny Stanton got dinged up yesterday with a little bit of a high hit from one of the Eagles, if I do say so myself. Chase Winovich still Don't coming back from the, the hammy. One. Don't say the name. Why? He who shall not be named. I just don't want to risk any of it. The double deuce. Double deuce. I haven't even gotten there. And then right. Conklin Hubbard that, and then, yeah, double yeah, deuce. That looks like just a day off. Looks, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He looks yeah. very comfortable. I'm very protective of him. Too. I know. I know yeah. we like him. I think As he's had a great camp. I, yeah. I really, you know, eagerly anticipate when it's for real and everything that he is going to be a dominating player out there. I think he will be. Uh, yeah. and He's he set up to be. So much versatility on the back end of this defense yeah. with John, with Grant, with Ronnie Harrison, who's looked well, and then. The young guy, D'Anthony Bell, keeps flashing and wow. had another great day out here yesterday, Jim. And those are the kind of guys we're going to be talking about on Sunday, the D'Anthony Bells, guys that are trying to make this roster, guys that are trying to carve out a role on special teams. And that's what, you know, we'll see a lot of. Today we'll see a lot of the starters, although some are, are over here. 
but we're going to see, you know, the DeAnthony Bells, the Parnell Motleys, who had a pick six yesterday. Those guys are yeah. the ones that are going to be front and center on Sunday. Yeah, absolutely. And I enjoyed seeing them last week in Jacksonville. Yeah. I mean, really, they popped out at you. And, you know, it was Ford, and it was DeAnthony Bell, and it was, you know, other guys. Uh, and I know the tight ends are trying to get into the fray, you know, looking at possibly being a third tight end on this team or however they're going to go. Um, you know, we have a lot of running backs. There's no doubt about it. We know the top three. Great deal. And we have, you know, great admiration for Dearness Johnson. But you wonder how Ford fits into the picture right now sure. because he does fit into the picture. Oh yeah, he does fit into the picture. Quite so nicely. yeah, I think on, on Sunday, everybody, um, you'll get another good look at a lot of the young depth talent that they have, and they do have it. It's real. How many spots do you guys think are open on this roster? Like when it comes to fifty-three, what is? How many are truly open? Because as we, you put the Anthony Bell in the mix, you go well then. That's not somebody you thought would have had a chance, so someone's got to come out if he made it. So I would say. Ford is in, I think. Oh, I, I think mean, so, I can't yeah. imagine. Ford's he's in. He's in, never right? get him on a practice call. Correct. No way. But, yeah. like, there's no way you would have thought. Now, I guess the injuries. Well, you know, I, I, would, injuries, I would have to so. say this. I would have to say that DeAnthony Bell right now is a real contender to make the team. You're right. Um, and a guy like Richard LeCount probably has to step up a little bit more and solidify his stance. Whereas last year, he was probably a little bit comfortable because he was drafted by there, sure. and, he, and yeah. he still is under that classification. But you really don't cut your draft choices unless you think you can get them on a practice squad. So a guy like that looks at DeAnthony Bell and sees this guy making plays in games and in practices and things like this this afternoon, and that would trouble me if I was him. So that would be one spot, right? The yep. fourth safety. Now, can can they be convinced to keep five safeties? We play three quite a bit. They're valuable on special teams. So that is an area to look at. You would somewhere. say it's got to come from somewhere. The sixth the sixth cornerback spot, I think, is one that's up for grabs. Or because the top five are so good, do you try to keep that sixth corner on a practice squad and then go five and five in the safety room? And Rich LeCount would probably say, well, yeah, DeAnthony Bell forced that fumble, but I fell on it. I recovered that right. fumble down yeah, in Jacksonville, yeah. so I still was a part of that turnover. And then you go to the linebacker room. Your top four are so firmly established. Can you get away with five and then one guy on the practice squad? Tony Fields to the practice squad. Dakota Allen, he's been a good special teams guy. Or do you try to go six in there? You've got your defensive tackles. There's four you like. You're loaded at defensive end. And I think that fourth defensive end spot, whether it be Chase Winovich, Isaac Rochelle, who's played well, yeah. Chris Odom, can he continue? The USFL Defensive Player of the Year who had a sack and three pressures uh, in addition to that sack last week. You know, Isaiah Thomas had the two sacks. I think there are tough decisions to be made there. And you flip it over to offense and you say, could we get away with three tight ends this year? You know, Forrestall's come on nicely. Stanton can play tight end and, and fullback, fullback for you. Right. Nakia Griffin-Stewart looks great every time he's in a pass route and catches the ball, whether it's joint practices or in that game. Can you get away with three there? Maybe you pick up a spot there. You're going to carry two quarterbacks, I would imagine, so you'll pick up a spot there and have your third probably be on practice squad. Receiver? Yeah. Do you need six? Maybe. I, I don't know. I, it's – this – Good problems to have, right, trying to yeah. find 53. I mean, you know, he brings up a name like Tony Fields. Okay, yeah. Tony Fields was drafted like LeCount last year, started off the year hurt, but by the end of the year was a contributor on special teams, maybe yep. not in defense, wasn't getting out there defensively because of their situation and the lack of, uh, you know, preparation that he had. But he was out on special teams. Now he's probably, you know, fighting for a spot on this team. So – they have outsigned or outdrafted their draft maybe on the on the late rounds last year. Yeah, I mean it goes to I mean I, you think about Sunday's. The reason I ask you think about Sunday's broadcast, you think about there really is no better reality show that's going 
than the fight for those last I mean, this is their football life they're right. fighting yeah. for here. Yes, and, and that's what's compelling about yeah. it. And Dan Campbell kind of alluded to that on Hard Knocks this week that, yeah, for some of you this doesn't matter, the preseason games, but for some of you this is you're fighting it's for it. your yeah, life, yeah. trying to make a career for you're yourself. Absolutely right, yeah. And that's, I think that's the drama of it. And I'll go real quickly to another room, the offensive line room. We know who our five starters are. You've got Chris Hubbard who can play tackle and guard. Right. Hudson's your swing tackle. Could you get away with eight in that room on the 53, knowing that Mike Dunn, for example, who's working as your second-team center right now, can play center and guard? Right. Or do you need nine with Blake Hans, but you don't need ten, and it felt like maybe ten was beforehand before yeah. you have Nick Harris go out. So maybe that's a spot you can pick one up at. Yeah, I think, you know, the other thing is that, Bo, we are long past the days of going into the opening game of the season and picking up a guy on a Tuesday of oh, game gosh. week off the waiver list, and he starts on Sunday. Yes. I mean, we are way beyond that. This is, a, this is a roster that is ready and complete under its own drafting, signing, scouting, rather than going out and picking. Oh, I remember when I first moved up here. Was like, <laughs> oh, my incredible. God. And, yeah. and my, you know, my father-in-law was like, who did the Steelers drop? We got to get them. Yes. <laughs> that was They'll it. They'll start on that Sunday. That was where you always you looked. Looking for the, yeah. Oh, my God. The Steelers are the Patriots. Yeah. Yeah. Who do they need cut? to have we them? got to right. grab them. Yeah. Case and um, Williams, the receiver from Seattle, and everyone right. who had a yeah. great preseason. Oh, yeah. Everyone yeah. went nuts when we got them, and right. it, it, nothing really materialized out of that. I think they threw a bomb to them early, didn't they? Yeah. Right away. I do think. I mean, it's interesting with Schwartz out today, too, because he had a nice day. He'd stacked a great a day of yesterday. It's been a great week. Um, and he's, he's stacked a couple of good practices. But I do think that I just am – I still am not – I'm not satisfied with that room. I just think that they need to add something to it. I don't know how – I mean, you just wonder. Like, they have some of this incredible depth, especially the Jerome Ford in the running back room. Incredible depth there. Um, obviously, there will be cut downs. Um, I just I, – I, Schwartz is – I mean, he – I don't know what – maybe this is precautionary. I don't know. But it's well, you know, I need, Bo, you feel like I, you need I will, him out there. I will tell you this, Bo. What he said the other day um, after the Jacksonville game when he came out early in the week, and then he had a he had a really good practice then that afternoon. But what he came out and said, I think, really is his state of mind, and I think a lot of it is in his mind. He said it's I think in my you know head. I, I'm just not catching the ball trying to turn it into a big play before it becomes a completed play. Yeah. And I think that's what he's doing, whether it was in practice, dropping the slant or what happened last Friday night, which was really kind of nightmarish, and you just hope he can flush that away. Yeah. He's like, you know, he's like Steve Sachs, who couldn't throw the ball to first right. base, right? Sucking I mean, ball, really, right? he's yeah. got to catch the ball and go back, really, to muscle memory. It is. But I, I thought he diagnosed his own problem pretty accurately. He came out and said, I was in my head, and I think he got a boost And that Deshaun Watson and Jacoby Brissett both went up to him and said, look, we believe in you. Yeah. You're getting open. That's that's part of it. Right. And now we believe in you that you're going to be able to catch the ball. And he's responding. He had a big touchdown from Brissett uh, on that Tuesday, two-minute drill. He had a right. big pass from Deshaun Watson yesterday against this Eagles team. And so – He's so important to what we do. I was talking earlier, there was a kind of a two-play sequence where we went out of a similar formation. One, he ran a corner route out of the slot and caught a big ball from Watson, and then we went to something similar, and we had him run a tandem combination with Amari Cooper, and he cleared everybody out after he'd beaten him deep, and then Cooper got a 30-yard catch because right. there was just nobody around him, yeah. and he ran a great route. That's what he can do for us, and I think it's so important for him to be out there and to be healthy and to be able to do that. He's, I think, in many ways the key to – unlocking the space in this offense. But they were always coming into this camp, I think, saying, okay, we're going to go with the hand that we've been dealt, Yep. and we dealt it to ourselves. And then at some point evaluate, I mean, I don't think they – 
they're going to push the panic button on it. I think no. if someone's available, it's available. It could be somebody over there that's going to practice against them. I mean, they're yeah. loaded at wide receiver. You know, and there yeah, are other are. guys hanging around that haven't been in a camp sure. yet, and there are other guys that are on the outside looking in who are in camp with their respective teams right now but might be gone in a couple of weeks anyway. So I think that they probably surmised the situation pretty well coming into camp, what their strategy was going to be. If it doesn't work and we're getting close to Carolina, then we're going to have to fix it. All right, here's how we'll do it. Let me ask you this, Jim. We haven't had a chance to talk to you about this since yesterday. We Now we know 11 games, $5 million for Watson. Uh, the plan going forward, Stefanski laid that out a little bit in terms of Deshaun kind of being off to the side and he wasn't going to play in the preseason games. Nathan and I both thought, boy, I – I'd like to have played him in those preseason yeah. games, but I guess, you know, the, the, the plan was not. Um, the plan as it is now, where, where do you sit with what do you think this is going to be here for the next few months? Well, I think it's a, I, I think it really is a kind of a, a healing process for everybody to kind of like lay this thing off to the side. As you said, I think that's a good alignment for everybody because it's really been front and center no matter Mm -hmm. how you kept saying well we just go day by day it wasn't day by day day by day it was the first 10 questions asked whether you were the coach or a player so i i found a sense of relief from everybody like you know take a deep breath all right we now have some clarity and some finality to it um and i think that this team has to move on and, and go win and yeah. they have to win with, with what they've got. And they've got a lot. And I think they believe that, that they've got enough to win. And they'll find the right style of game that they have to play to do it because there are a lot of different avenues that they can go. Can they dominate on defense? I think we yes. all think they can. Yeah. Can they run the ball? Probably yes. better than anybody. Can Can Jacoby Brissett do it? Yeah, I think so. In Kevin's offense, I think he'll be fine. He'll probably excel in that. So that's what they're going to have to do. But I think right now it's going to have to be all football. I don't think we can worry about – Deshaun right now I think yeah. we've worried enough about it and he's gonna have to take care of himself he has said that the Haslam's backed that up and the business of football goes on you know no one right. yeah no one pities you at this point no no in fact quite the opposite they I would don't. say in many yeah. cases yeah. Yeah, they don't uh get you out of here on this uh we, extra water for the ponies today gonna be hot the next yeah, couple of days absolutely. how are we keeping them they're good keeping them cool but looking forward to tomorrow morning uh, I'm going to uh Cut the pastures, which is one of my favorite things. There's nothing better. You it's so back. satisfying. It is, you know. Mm-hmm. Now, when they're done, do they look like an Augusta fairway? No. No. <laughs> no, no. No, they don't. I have a question for you. Yep. Because you're, you know, you're in Big Ten land you yeah. know, in your other life. Who gets the commission on the television deal that they struck? <laughs> somebody Does somebody get 6% of that? <laughs> Kevin Warren, university presidents. Wow. Gene Smith. Strength and conditioning coach making a million and a half. And honestly, guys, it's not even all of it. Like you see the eight billion, it's not all of it. That's not the Big Ten Network share. That's not the Fox Sports One share, which is already in it. That's not the Bowl share. It's not the March Madness share. That's just new business. That's what it is. And by the way, they still have one or more card to play. They're open up. They still are open in a ten o'clock window. So theoretically, if there is expansion out west or to South Bend, they could add a 10 o'clock window and theoretically ESPN. So the number could get even bigger. Well, I would endorse South Bend to start thinking that way. They They have to. to. They have to. They're becoming. Yeah, it really is. It's defunct. Yeah, when you hear Brady Quinn Love talking it. like that, like it's, and you hear some of the people around Notre <laughs> right. Dame saying it's time. It is. It's yeah. time. And it's a coast-to-coast conference now. You're playing USC. You're going to have some They're going to add Stanford. Well, like, then I don't know what more Notre Dame. I mean, that I is Notre more they Dame's need. schedule, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Play Michigan, play USC. Allow them to good. play Navy, right? Or a, yeah. Or a, a, do that a, military, a conference. A military academy, right? Yeah. Yep. Great talking to you, sir. Always.
Can't wait. Nathan, I'll see you Sunday. Yes, That's sir. going to be great. Uh, the great Jim Donovan joining us here at the Cross Country Mortgage Campus. Rumpke Waste Recycling, family-owned and operated. With you joining us as a customer's employee, you'll be part of the family. Visit Rumpke.com to learn more. Coming up next, we go behind enemy lines with the Eagles. Here are the friendly enemy lines with the Eagles. Yes. Dave Spadaro going to join us coming up next here live in Berea. You're listening to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Elk and Elk Serious Lawyers for Serious Injuries. Call 1-800-ELK-OHIO for a free case review. Elk and Elk is a proud partner of your Cleveland Browns. And now we're joined here at the Cross Country Mortgage Campus by Eagles.com analyst and insider Dave Spadaro. Dave, we've talked to you on the phone all the time, but yeah. now we get to do it in I person, love it. man. I it's get to, good to, I see get to you. associate the face with the names, yeah. man. And let me tell everybody who's listening, these are some beautiful guys here. Oh, <laughs> oh very kind. Appreciate very it. kind. Yeah, very kind. kind. I'll tell you, yesterday I had a had a feeling about I, in my back of my head I kind of thought that this this that this would look like this with this Eagles team. That I I, I doing some them some things in terms of projections. I think they get Dallas this year. It feels like their year. And then you see them here, and they check that box to me, Dave. This thing's been flipped quick. It's amazing. And um, the you start at the line of scrimmage, really, really physical. That's what kind of jumps out at you when you watch practice. We just beat up people at the line of scrimmage. Mm-hmm. And we keep adding to that with Jordan Davis, who's come in. Jeez. And he's kind of he's your fourth Jeez. tackle right now, right? And he's a monster of a man. Our offense, it really helps when you get a little bit lucky. Like some of the things that really change the fortunes of the Eagles, drafting Jordan Mailata in the seventh round in 2018. He's on the IR for a couple of years, bad back. They cure the bad back, knock on wood. And he just he becomes this outstanding player. So if you can get a left tackle in the seventh round, it changes everything on the offensive line. We draft Cam Jurgens to replace potentially Jason Kelsey someday. Last year it was Landon Dickerson who was going to replace Jason Kelsey, but they found out that he was a really good left guard. So the Eagles have always committed to the line of scrimmage, and that's enabled them to kind of stay in the game. And, you know, that's where we start, and it's a really good football team right now. Yeah, you look at, we'll just go on the defensive side. You got guys who can get after the quarterback. You know, Josh Sweat goes to the Pro Bowl last year. You bring in Hassan Reddick, which is pretty darn good. Brandon Graham is back for them. And then on the back end, you got Slay and Bradbury. He's a pretty elite cornerback tandem to boot. Not bad. It, crazy to get James Bradbury, the fourth, in post-draft, one-year, modest money by NFL standards. Yeah. A guy who was in the Pro Bowl two years ago. So, I, I mean, Howie Roseman, our GM, has done a great job. After the 2020 season, kind of reevaluating where we were going as a team, s- discarded a lot of those players who'd been in the, in the Super Bowl 52 uh, march, and the Eagles turned over the roster. And it's a young roster in a lot of places. There's depth, um, and I think a great experience last year. And we also believe, look, a, a year ago, I would sit here and tell you that we're not sure about Nick Sirianni. But what we see from Nick is last year the Eagles start 2-5. and five. He keeps everybody together. He doesn't blow timeouts. We don't have delay game penalties. You don't go, hey, wow, this is crazy play calling. What's he doing? And the Eagles make it to the postseason. Got thumped a bit by Tampa Bay and then go right back out and, and revamp the roster. So there are pieces in place. But, guys, as you know, in the NFL it comes down in many cases to one player, yeah. one position, <laughs> and we'll find out how far Jalen Hurts can take the Philadelphia Eagles in 2022. Well, that's the thing, too. I mean, you – he has been a guy who he's a bit of a Pied Piper. Every room he goes into from Alabama to Oklahoma, he wins it in a second. I'm guessing he did that in yeah. Philly, too. Like, everybody loves him. Natural leader, incredible charisma. Feels like the team just rallies behind him. But 
there is the other part of it, and this is uh, the reality of it. I actually think he deserves a ton of credit because coming out of – when he transferred out of Alabama, people were saying he's going to have to play safety or receiver in the NFL, goes to Oklahoma for a year at a quarterback grad school, and all of a sudden he's played himself into a capable NFL starter. Capable doesn't win you the Super Bowl, and so it does feel like that's kind of the only question out here is just him. Yeah, I think so, um, and, and he's made a lot of progress. This is actually – this is interesting. This is the first year since high school – that he's had the same offensive coordinator slash play caller in oh, back-to-back sure. seasons. So it does make a difference. He's only He just turned 24 years old on August yep. 7th. Um, he does have all the intangibles, and it'll come down to, guys, winning from the pocket. It's yeah. I look at Jalen, and I see a lot of positive things. But ultimately, in the postseason, and I've been yep. with the Eagles since the days of Randall and Vic and Donovan and Carson Wentz, who could move, and now Jalen Hurts. Ultimately, you have to win from the pocket, and that will be the big test for him. What he's got going for him is an offense that led the league in rushing last year, an offensive line that's outstanding. A.J. Brown comes in and joins Devontae Smith Jeez. and Zach Paschal and Quez Watkins, and it's the best foursome of receivers that I've seen in 30 years with the Eagles. Great and tight Goddard. end. Yeah. yeah, Goddard's an outstanding tight end. Uh, the second team guy, Jack Stoll, second year guys, really made big strides. So the offense is loaded. But you know this, in the playoffs, defensive coordinators are going to take away that scramble, and he's going to have to win from the pocket. Didn't do it last year, and if the Eagles are fortunate enough to get to the postseason, that will be his big task in 2022. What did you make of what you saw yesterday? Two teams. I thought it was great. I thought the Browns did a really great thing. Excellent blitz and disguise, really exotic blitzes that the Eagles hadn't seen, obviously all summer, weren't prepared for because they don't do film study. And they caught the Eagles a couple of times, so that's kind of what these are. These are yeah. for, right? Just so you the, know, they caught us in a couple of run concepts that we had not seen right, either. Right, that went right. for some big plays right. as well. I, I saw, I, so I saw that. I thought the Browns did a really great job there. That the Eagles will learn from. I thought the Eagles wide receivers had an excellent day against Greedy Williams, etc. Um, I thought that the, um, you know, Jalen was up and down when when they went to team late in that twenty minute period at the end of practice. I thought the Browns did a pretty nice job on the Eagles on the Eagles offense. Uh, but for the most part, it, it was it was as I expected. And what jumped out at me was the very physical nature of the Eagles at the line of scrimmage. And just talking to some people who watched the film 4,000 times last night, that is what stands out to them, how physical the Philadelphia Eagles are in the trenches on both sides. And so that's how this team's going to win. They're going to maul you. And then the, you know, the pretty boys outside are really pretty, and they're going to get a lot of chances to make big plays because the offensive line should be able to dictate to, a, to defenses because the defensive front should be able to dictate to offenses. And by the way, guys, I think there's going to be some nasty fights out here today. It's hot. There's no breeze. No. There's a lot of trash talking yesterday. <laughs> there was a lot of trash talking. And yesterday. you know, you know, like we had we had a moment where uh, one of our offensive linemen destroyed one of your guys and kind of celebrated it. And then you guys had the moment where you know the running back juked out our defensive back and he came up holding his knee. And so this all goes back. And I think today's going to be really spirited. I'm really excited. What yeah, I love about like it does. Yeah. There's no doubt yeah. to your point, but I love that I thought yesterday was pretty even. Both sides could say we did this really well, yeah. they did that really well, and I'm sure both coaching staffs have told them you guys got your butts kicked yesterday, yeah. and so they're going to come out here and, and get after it. Isn't it crazy that this these are the new preseason games for the they starters? Are, uh, we were talking about that with Jim. Beyond, before yes, yeah. 100%. Yeah. And, and Jim and I were talking, but we'd much rather be calling, as Bo had pointed out, we'd much rather be calling this than what we're going to see on Sunday. But there will be value, and there's good stories. People fighting for their NFL lives on yes. Sundays. what we're going to see more of than the names that we just have been talking about and these teams' playoff hopes. In that vein, it's going to give me a little scouting. Who are a couple of young guys, maybe two guys on offense, two guys on D, that, that you're excited to see on Sunday for the Eagles? Well, you'll see Zach Paschal 
wide receiver, played with Indianapolis for four years. Yep. He's Nick Sirianni's favorite player. Um, Eagles signed him to a one-year deal, first day of free agency. Everybody's going, what the heck, Zach Pascal? But he's a good, tough receiver. Um, you'll see a kid named Britton, Co- Britton Covey. So Britton Covey, number 41, little guy, went to Utah, wasn't drafted, four punt returns in his career for a touchdown, a kickoff return for a touchdown. Eagles desperately need to be better in the return game. I think that's somebody that you'll see. Um, they've been talking up, uh, you know, some of their young defensive players, um, Marlon Tuiapatulo. I forget. I, forget I got it on it. the pronunciations yeah. on there. Yeah, it's yeah. a tough one. <laughs> yeah, so he's, I, was saying, I was hoping you weren't going to say him. Yeah, those, yeah. Guys, those guys will play a lot. You know, so, I mean, the, there's a group of players here that um, I'm trying to think of some other defensive players who really – like, you know, we haven't seen a lot of Jaquaski Tart. For, we signed Jaquaski Tart. 49er. Yeah. yeah, former 49er, one play away from the the making it to the uh, Super Bowl. Uh, Bowl. It yeah. drops the interception. You know, on a, on a very good defense, he's a starter. He left camp for a couple of days. He's been back. He's had some really good days. I think he's somebody the Eagles really want to see in the mix. And then they've got this whole young group of cornerbacks and defensive backs that they've brought in through the last couple of years here, hoping that one of them steps up. Um, so, again, and at quarterback – we, we have Gardner Minshew. I mean, there are not a lot of backup quarterbacks in the league who have won like Gardner has won, former starter in Jacksonville. Why um, is he still not? We were going over a his starter? stat line. Yeah, he's 41 not. touchdowns, 12 picks. And we, we like to play he's good. stats with our producer, Gibbe. Nobody would have that. If you said, no, what's Gardner Minshew's you know, career, you would have it, obviously. Yeah. But that's wild. It's crazy. And last year he stepped in when Jalen was hurt and won with the New York Jets, uh, against the New York Jets. So, Eagles have a lot of, of, of faith in him. Um, so, look, it's a, it's, a, it's a young group. I really – I think we all agree that, like, 17 games is a super long season. And that's, to me, the value of Sunday is seeing which of these players step up and, and claim jobs. And, right. Because they're going to be needed. You know, the Eagles in the backfield, Kenny Gainwell's the number two. Boston Scott's the number three. Uh, Miles Sanders has been banged up. So you'll see the Eagles' backups – in the backfield, and those are the ones who are going to carry the football during the season. Um, so that's the value of Sunday. I mean, we're not going to see Jalen probably. I, I, I know Nick hasn't really made a decision, but I would be very um, hard-pressed to believe that the Eagles will play the starters on Sunday because uh, he values these like their preseason games. So uh, fun team, young team, and a, a team that is back on track in an NFC that has not had a repeat winner since 2003-2004. Dave, great stuff. Thanks, guys. Great, great seeing you. All right, thanks great so much for having me. joining us. Enjoy. Here. See you Sunday. Yeah, absolutely. Going to be a fun one. Yeah, the other thing that's so valuable about this is these teams are so pretty even. They both kind of so, so similar. They're both really good. It feels good. It's, good. it's a lot good. of strength on yeah. strength. You know, their Sometimes D-line, these happen and it's O-line. lopsided, you no. know. Yeah, like which is fun to watch. Here it feels like a lot of strength on strengths. Uh, all right, coming up next, the teams are going to start getting into some individual one-on-one battles. In fact, it's happening right now. See Jacoby Brissett hitting Nick Chubb on a play right there. So we'll continue to describe that action for you coming up next. You're listening to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. And the land on demand is now free in the palm of your hands during the entire month of August. ESPN Cleveland and the Bath Authority giving fans free access to the land on demand for all the news you don't want to miss. You can see us live in our brand new studios or play all your favorite shows commercial free and on demand. Get all access to Tony Grossi's Browns analysis and more. Visit landonthemand.com or download the app today. The Land on Demand remodeled by the Bath Authorities. We're back out here live in Berea with your exclusive look 
at Browns Eagles practice. We have some thrilling kick coverage going on here, my friend. A little bit of kicking game. Yeah, the good news is we're getting a look at Aesop Winston, the Browns' new return man that was brought in who had spent some time with the New Orleans Saints. Had a nice little return there. He wears number 80 for the Browns, replacing Derek Dillon, who was let go a little while ago, as you see. And also over here, look at Coach Tarver playing catch with uh, one of the gold footballs, which is uh, that's one of the turnover balls, is my guess, that he's got oh, right sure, there. Oh, sure, 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 yeah. But you see that 80. Uh, it's still yeah, hard. It is it's hard. Tough. It's hard. That's, it's tough. that's a pretty uh, – I'll tell you what. If, if Jameis can play a little bit, that's a squad. Yeah, and apparently Mike Thomas looks great. Yeah, Alave, Alave, Jarvis, Jarvis Alvin Kamara coming out of the backfield. Yeah, yeah, that no, they have, and they're a good. That's a good defense really too. Really good defense. Yeah, yeah, and it's a it, squad. I don't know if you saw Honey Badger's comment talking about former Brown and guy that we loved here, and it's just amazing that he was here and is not anymore. Is Demario Davis, and he said, "I've been a lot, around a lot of great leaders." He goes, "This guy is the single greatest leader I've ever been around." Isn't it funny how? Because that was in the down years, obviously. You know, it, those are tough years, and somehow. He is identified, but not. How does that happen? So, first of all, look, the Jets had him. Yeah. Let him go. We get him, and then we traded him back to the Jets for Calvin Pryor, right. who was a former first-round safety out of Louisville. I want to say. Okay. He ends up getting in a fist fight with Ricardo Lewis, the week of the season, like the week of week one. Yeah. Gets thrown off the team, so we in in essence get nothing for Demario Davis. He's back with the Jets, mind you. They let him go again. So twice they let him go, and he ends up in New Orleans and has been a Pro Bowler, All Pro type performer in New Orleans ever since. It's a weird league. Sometimes you know scheme fit matters and things like that, but it is it's a strange, strange league. Looking out right now, you see the two coaches, Kevin Stefanski and Nick Sirianni, talking as we're watching some punt and and. Kick I'm off getting a great going. look at Gibby's backside. Yeah, Gibby is an incredibly impressive wall. <laughs> Just a great wall. I love describing action. He's wearing window pane shorts, and yet we can't see through <laughs> can't him. Can't see through him. <laughs> the segment is what's going on at practice between both teams. Gibbe. I don't know. I can't see. I just I see Gibbe. He is. He couldn't have been positioned more perfectly <laughs> to be directly between us and the action. And the action. This action we can see very plainly, though, Gibby. This action we did. See, we were able to see this well. So that's go good. ahead. Go ahead. Defend yourself. Defend your honor. Uh, defending anything. <laughs> what do we got? 18 minutes left? I don't know. You tell me, brother. So it appears. Well, uh, you and I do. Yeah. I mean, but he has obligations. This looks like Skura's we're going to get a little, maybe a little seven on seven coming up. The offensive lines and the defensive lines are on the third field here at the Cross Country Mortgage Campus. And I see the Browns offense, the Browns uh, quarterbacks and skills coming to the field close to us and the wonderful opposite. Our defense, their skills going to the second field that is far away from our location here. What did you so make we'll of see all of the guys sitting out? We got a lot of big names sitting out today, buddy. Yeah, go th- I'll go through it again. Kareem Hunt, Greg Newsom, Grant Delpit, Anthony Schwartz, Mike Woods, Isaiah Thomas, Johnny Stanton, Chase Winovich, Jack Conklin, Chris Hubbard. So my guess is it's a combination of some injury and, a co- and some guys just getting days off or days of rest. I have. I know that Miles was supposed to be back, but I can't say that I've seen him. If I you saw see, him. You did yes. see him. Okay. Miles Garrett, he is out there, out there. for the Browns okay. in yeah. number 95. They're so spread. Thank you. I was unaware. They're so right. spread. So many fields. There so, is. So many speed. You, you know, because linemen are clear. They are covering a, a football wide, field and a half. A wide swath yeah. Yeah. of grass is being covered here. Yeah. Okay. So it looks like we're going to get our ones, some skill guys, 
with Jacoby against their secondary yep. and linebackers. So you have tight ends, running backs, uh, and then Jacoby. So you got Kareem out there. No, that's Nick. Nick Cooper Felton. Felton Chief. in the slot. Chief and Harrison, Harrison Bryant. Bryant. So no, it's Cooper Felton. Shifted. Yeah, they shifted. shifted. Chief shifted into the – where did Chief go? Into the He's backfield? Into the backfield, kind of. Oh, no, no, near side. He was. He's just shifted to the other oh, side. Double oh, double move from him. Amari Cooper. Got him. Got touchdown. Him. Oh, easy. my goodness. Too easy, drill sergeant. Too um, easy. His route running Precise. is so good. And that, you know, that would that's his calling card, right? He is just elite at it. And right there, put it. That was on Darius Slay. So that's Pro Bowl against Pro Bowl. Put it on him right there. And a beautiful ball from Jacoby Brissett. It's one thing to get open, but the ball's got to be delivered, and it was. And no emotion. Throw it back. I'll jog back. Well, just, just want you to know, I'm going to do it again, uh, and you you're know, probably not going to stop it. The other thing, though, though, Gibbe, and I know that this is probably anti your beliefs and ethos, but I, I think every man's got to be honest to themselves. Like some people, Amari. there's another one, another bullet. Amari slant touchdown. That was easy. Two plays, two scores, and there you go. Yeah, boy, he's quick on that break, isn't he? On the separation, it happens so quick. He knows how to set up his routes, he and he comes out of his breaks at full speed. So that's back-to-back place for touchdowns right there to Amari Cooper in the red zone from about 10 yards out. And that's what, that's what you want to see. That's what – can Jacoby Brissett make those throws from the pocket? This is seven-on-seven. Seven. That's what it is. There's no line, obviously. There's no pressure. It should look good, but that's a good sign. You Things that – layups should be layups. And not that these are layups. This is a very good defense of the Eagles right there. The Browns got a little PBU on the other side, which you like to see. Takes a little quick check down to well, – Demetric Felton there the, for about the, eight. They are layups, so the, with the amount of separation that Cooper's getting. Yeah. Like, they are layups. They're not they, – those aren't hard throws because of the amount of separation that he's getting on those breaks. No, the ball's coming out as it should on yeah. time and accurately. And that's – this is an offense that sets quarterbacks up for success. You understand the scheme. They will put defenses in a pickle. They will often challenge you and force it one defender to make one of two reads, and the read that he makes, you throw the ball to the other guy. Yeah. And so that's a lot of what this offense and this system does. It is very quarterback-friendly for that reason. And Jacoby Brissett, this is the first time he's gotten to play. It's another double move from Amari Cooper that was nice ah. through the hands of Dearness Johnson right there, and that was the first incompletion uh, of that period for the Browns. And Jacoby Brissett's going to stay out there, but – yeah, that's what this offense does, and that's why they feel very comfortable about him. And, again, I want to reiterate this. The Browns wanted Jacoby Brissett. The second that they made the trade for Deshaun Watson, Jacoby Brissett was the quarterback that they wanted to come in here and be that second quarterback. They loved what they saw from him on tape. They felt that he was not going to cost them any games. Since he has been here, his ability to throw the football has surprised them and that they have been incredibly pleased with what they have gotten from Jacoby Brissett. It goes up top right there for Njoku just off of his hand, but he wants a flag, so that was being held by Darius Slay there. They have been impressed with his ability to throw the football and to lead this offense and not just to take the layups, which he does very, very well, but also to make some plays down the field, which we saw yesterday. Well, you heard the comments from uh, Nick Sirianni. He was here having his press conference right near us and talking. He just could not stop praising Jacoby Brissett and the type of player that he was, the type of person that he was. So that's, uh, you know, that's just a little bit of what you're getting. You're getting all that intangible stuff, but a quite capable quarterback who's never probably been in a situation this good. A pretty good spot. I mean, even yeah. those New England teams where he stepped in for Brady, I don't know if they had the overall talent that this one does. No, certainly not. And that's that's why they that's why they are optimistic. Nice play there to Deshaun. That's a little Mike Harley Jr. from Deshaun Watson, which is always good to see. Mike Harley continuing to have a nice camp. And what you want to see with Harley is it translates to the game. He was on the field quite a bit 
down in Jacksonville but didn't get any targets. And now our quarterbacks were very efficient in terms of Dobbs and Rosen, but can he make some plays here? That's what you want to see from Harley, and he's done it with Deshaun Watson. I will tell you that. He has made plenty of plays with Deshaun Watson throwing him the football. All right, we will uh, take a quick timeout. Much more describing what we're seeing here uh, exclusively here on Cleveland Browns Daily. The Browns and the Eagles. Joint practices. Cleveland Browns Daily, 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Greatness. The great Deke. The Deke. The great Deke. Ah, big wave from the great Deke. That's fantastic. Training camp is underway. Nearly over, in fact. Nikia Griffin-Stewart right there with a touchdown from uh, Josh Rosen, and, and he pointed at Gibbe, which was interesting to me. Here, you finish the read. The Cleveland Browns 50-50 raffle is open now. Go to the Browns mobile app or browns5050.com to purchase your tickets. The raffle ends on Sunday, August the 21st. Don't miss your chance to win big while supporting the Stay in the Game Network and Shoes and Clothes for Kids. Good job out of you. Exclamation point. Good job out of you. Uh, Yeah, so this this is fun. I wish the only thing that I would have liked more is if this started an hour earlier because I really have enjoyed kind of getting a look at this. And I got to tell you, it's seven on seven. Jacoby looked awesome. He looked great. So did Amari Cooper. Continues to shine. And now we're going to get a little bit of a team period here where you've got the the big fellas out there on both sides as well. Ask the Eagles if they'll just move their whole team down. They're doing a great Gibbe impersonation right here. Blocking our go over to James Bradbury and the rest of them and just say, can you guys just move down twenty yards so that we can get a real good look at this? Yeah, we're trying to see, and, and frankly, we're blocked. Our view is our view is blocked, but we can see Brissett drops back, throws. Chief, Chief touchdown. Scored. Touchdown. Touchdown. Nice job by uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones to take both uh, both cover guys with him down the field. That opened up that Nice little, little play line. design there from uh, Gibbe. K. Stefanski. Listen, Gibbe, feel free to chime in with stuff like that on Sunday when, you're, when you uh, notice those type of impactful so. plays. I think you guys got it covered. This is uh, I've got plenty of other things I got to worry about on Sunday. This, these are big snaps for Jacoby Brissett, man. These are huge. These are the most important snaps that he's got, and I'll of tell you right summer. now. I'll tell you right now. It's pretty good. <laughs> this would get. This should give you. This should make you feel pretty good as a Browns fan. What you're seeing from Jacoby Brissett right now. A little run. A little run ski there. All right, well, this is fun. Last time out here. Now, studio only. The people who watch us exclusively on the stream will be pleased to know that. Because there we can broadcast We from are there. capable of it from inside yeah. of our studio. Yeah, we can do it from there. Yeah. 50% of the time it works every time. Look at Jordan Davis. Good night nurse. He's, that is a large human. Among large humans, large. Massive. Jeez. Ginormous. Ah, this was fun. The next level is coming up next. Good luck on the game. Not that you'll need it on Sunday. Thanks, brother. Uh, that'll be a fun one, and then we're going to get right back to it uh, next week on a Monday. The next level oh, is God, coming up at... next. Amari Cooper's ability to run routes is stunning. Right. We thought that was going to be something dramatic. It was just Jacoby running yeah, out of bounds. Just, but it's fine. Amari can run a route. Next level next. We're back Monday. Cleveland Browns Daily, 850 ESPN Cleveland. You've been listening to Cleveland Browns Daily, a production of the Cleveland Browns and ESPN, 850 WKNR.